welcome to the Downstream Column podcast, Biomanufacturing Quality Management Systems, a Holistic Approach. Joining me today is Katie Keller, Director of Quality and Safety at Asahi Kasei Bioprocess America. Katie has 12 years of experience designing and developing quality management systems and has led two organizations through the transition to new ISO standards. She is a certified quality auditor through the American Society for Quality and has extensive experience auditing to ISO, TS, and AS standards. She holds an MA in Japanese Language and Society from the University of Sheffield. I'd like to start by asking, as an equipment supplier, what do you think are the most critical elements of quality management? Sure. Well, I think that a holistic approach to quality is best for really any organization. It used to be that the quality unit was kind of considered responsible for product quality, making all the decisions, and driving all the improvements. And that's not really the case today. In my opinion, and what I've seen really drive home the message that quality is important is to make everyone responsible for it. So when all employees understand how they contribute to product and service quality and therefore customer satisfaction, there is more buy-in throughout the organization. People are empowered to take responsibility for the improvement of the processes they manage. And this total quality management is really achieved by clearly defining the interaction of each process to another, ensuring your people understand that, and then setting the expectation that quality is achieved from every level of the organization, and everyone has a part to play in that. I love that approach. I think that's so great, having everybody understand their role and take ownership of that. What should bioprocess equipment customers be looking for to ensure that they are purchasing high-quality equipment? As I've seen across industries, it's common for customers to search for suppliers with robust quality management systems. And as a supplier ourselves, uh, we can minimally prove this by achieving and advertising our certification to ISO 9001. This basically shows that we meet the minimum expectations for a manufacturing company to provide those quality products and services, but it really doesn't stop there. If we can show our customers that we have well-designed, thorough processes that are continually improving, this naturally leads to better quality products, and customers then gain confidence in our ability to meet their ongoing needs. That makes sense. I want to go back and talk a little bit about ISO certification. Can you talk a bit about ISO certification and why it's an important part of your quality management system? Yes, absolutely. I guess first I'll say ISO 9001 really is the minimum. I think that our customers in the pharmaceutical industry might stop and look when they see the ISO cert, but what really brings them confidence and satisfaction is the ways we can go above and beyond this. For us, ISO is not just words on a page. There's a reason why every requirement in that standard exists. And I do believe it is my job to interpret that in a way that means something to my organization so they can not only live it, but improve upon it and take the next step. So ISO is actually a pretty low bar for an organization, if I can say so. But it's a solid guideline to get you started. It's what you do with it next or how you build upon those minimum criteria 
that truly shows a customer who you are and what is important to you as an organization. And that's when you start to build that quality culture where your people believe in the message and customer satisfaction, both internal and external, comes first. And that's what we're striving for. Could you talk a little bit about how these quality management systems affect the design and build of your equipment? Since you talked about how it is part of your entire company culture, it'd be great to hear about how these quality management systems impact beyond the quality management systems group. Sure. I think having ISO as a guideline to ground you is really helpful for this, especially if we need to say create or revamp a process. We can start by asking what does ISO require to get a baseline of requirements? And then what are our customers' expectations for safety, quality, and productivity? And keeping both these things in mind, we can create robust processes with controls or checkpoints to ensure we're satisfying all of those requirements. But that's kind of one part of it. It's at the front end of creating new processes. A robust quality system also ensures you have a mechanism to continue to learn from doing. And in this way, we use our experiences, our data collected from previous equipment builds or customer-facing activities to apply lessons learned to future projects, to future ones. And these lessons can come in the form of data compiled from non-conforming product, customer feedback, or internal reflection meetings, which are all incredibly important pieces of our quality system. And those provide inputs for future process improvements and future product improvements. So like I said before, you know, we can continue to learn and we can continue to improve. So in this way, we're always learning. We're, we're always growing. And, and therefore, it's my belief that this helps us continually improve our equipment design as well as the customer's experience with it. I think that culture of always evolving and always growing is so important to a company, as well as, of course, all kinds of industry trends evolve over time as well. I wanted to see if you could talk a little bit about what trends you see in quality management going forward in the industry and what might it look like in five to 10 years. There's so much to talk about here. It's, it's a lot to unpack, but I think for now, for me, the buzzword of the day seems to be digital transformation. Even 10 years ago or so, many companies were working on transitioning from paper-based quality management systems to electronic, and now everything is pretty much in the cloud. I do think that moving forward, we can expect a full digitization throughout different organizations' quality systems, and the new norm will likely be interacting digitally through cloud-based portals rather than through, say, email. Additionally, the implementation of AI has been growing and growing lately within manufacturing specifically. And this is automating more and more quality judgments. So there's been quite a large upset in the quality profession with a lot of people worrying that we'll all be out of a job soon. I do strongly believe there will still be a need for us to advise on ways to grow a business using quality tools and other concepts. We just have to make sure we can evolve with the times too. Skills like problem solving and process improvement are still innately human skills that will always be needed wherever you go. So 
We can provide that. And by keeping people connected to each other and engaged in the quality system through the total quality management approach, we can continue to build that culture where everyone remains responsible and accountable and motivated to keep improving. And I believe that when you have everyone in an organization living and believing in a unified message for quality, you can really do some great things. I can't wait to see how far we'll have come in 10 years. Yes, it sounds great. It's always amazing to see how this industry evolves over time. I mean, we think about where the industry was just 10 years ago, or if even five years ago, what a difference. So it is, it's an exciting yeah. industry to be in to see how uh, much things change and, and improve and grow. I really appreciate you talking to us today. This has been really informative. I think quality is always a hot topic because things are evolving and changing. And I think it's really important that we talk about successes and, and how do we put our best quality forward in the future. So thank you so much for coming and sharing your wisdom with us today. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. And just one thing before you go, um, is there anything that you'd like to add for our listeners before we say goodbye? I think I would just say that, you know, with the rapid pace that everything is changing right now, especially in these certain industries like manufacturing, pharmaceuticals, it's a really exciting time. And I think the more that we can embrace that change and the excitement around that change, we can do some great things and create something pretty wonderful. At SI Kase Bioprocess, we're always innovating and trying to meet our customers' needs for tomorrow. So I think just, just really getting behind that with an open mind and, and of course, supporting your people internally so they have the empowerment and the mechanisms to do those things will be really important moving forward. I agree completely. Thank you so much for your time today. It's been great talking with you. You as well. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Cell Culture Dish podcast. To listen to other podcasts related to the discovery, development, and manufacture of biologics, please visit us at www.cellculturedish.com. And for downstream process topics, www.downstreamcolumn.com.